Hello and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living life with ADHD, because ADHD is so much more than a list of symptoms. Hello and welcome back to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin and I'm your host. I was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths and educate about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. Today, I want to talk about nonlinear thinking, which is common for people with ADHD. So what is nonlinear thinking? I recently visited with a friend whose husband has ADHD. She was trying to understand what it meant to be a nonlinear thinker and how his brain works. She said she often asks her husband what he's thinking and he can't really explain it. It's not that he isn't thinking, it's just that he has so many thoughts and they're happening so quickly, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what he's thinking. Linear thinking is how those without ADHD think. It's a methodic and rational thinking style. Most people with linear thinking think in a straight line with a beginning, middle, and an end. If you think of a story, it's linear. There is an introduction, some type of conflict, and a resolution. For those with ADHD, linear thinking is very tricky. When I was younger, I always had difficulty writing the introduction of any story or essay I was meant to write because I'd always want to skip around. I'd have great ideas for what I'd want to include, and I couldn't even fathom writing an essay or story in a linear fashion because I'd be so focused on wanting to get to the good part, the conflict, the juice of the story or essay. This is actually how newspaper articles are written. Journalists don't necessarily begin with the detail, but hook the reader in with what the article is about and then slowly trickle out the details. The sequence is out of order. Students are taught to write in a linear fashion so they can finesse the writing, but it doesn't work for everyone. And sometimes writing in a nonlinear fashion is more effective than writing in a linear way. Think of the movie Titanic. We are introduced to Rose as an old woman and then skip back to when she was younger. Had we simply met Rose boarding the ship and then found out later that her story was being remembered years later, the audience wouldn't have been as invested. When I was writing my capstone, I spoke with my professor about how I planned to approach my research. I explained there was no way I could write my capstone in the matter she wished, in which I was expected to submit portions of my project each week for her review and in the order she wanted. Fortunately, she agreed and allowed me to write in the way I was able to. She was still able to provide feedback, just not the order she had planned. As a result, my office was littered with sticky notes while I mapped out my thoughts. And as I drafted and revised my capstone, I would reorganize my sticky notes of thoughts until I came up with a finished product. I also take this approach with forms. I cannot fill out a form from beginning to end. I jump around in the form, going from the first question to the middle, to the end, and back again. It doesn't take me any more, any less time than anyone else, but it is filled out in a way that may be frustrating for someone to watch. So no, don't watch me fill out a form. We all do things differently. The fact is, I think in a nonlinear way. My brain goes in multiple directions rather than in one direction and finds starting points in multiple places. There's a great children's book by Laura Joff Numeroff called If You Give a Mouse a Cookie that very simply shows how their ADHD brain works. It details how the mouse goes from getting a cookie to needing a glass of milk to go with the cookie and needing a straw napkin with the milk to going to the mirror to look at his milk mustache. When he's looking in the mirror, he decides he needs to trim his hair. After that, he needs a broom to sweep up, and then he sweeps every room in the house, washing the floors, and then he is so tired, he just takes a nap, but not before getting read a story, and on and on. And all this simply because he asked for a cookie. The ADHD brain is difficult to keep up with and can be exhausting for those who don't share the same thinking pattern. 
but this type of thinking can also be really helpful at times. Those with ADHD might have problems thinking in a logical pattern, but are also really great at putting weird ideas together. I guarantee that a lot of the trendy foods found at carnivals were thought of by those with ADHD, who looked at two foods and thought, let's see what happens when we put those two foods together, ignoring any recipe or procedure. And many respected scientists agree that ideation, or the creativity that comes with nonlinear thinking, is an ADHD, ADHDer's biggest strength. So while I may struggle with taxes or forms or things that require following a set of steps, I think of things many people have not thought of. And I'm fortunate to have surrounded myself with loved ones who can provide stability and support to entertain my crazy ideas. And that is why I fully embrace my ADHD brain. Until next time, this is Robin, and this is Living Life Squirrel a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.